Hey guys, it's Jamie Scrimger here, second wife, stepmom of three, and mom of one. And you're listening to my podcast, where we talk about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. If you're ready for raw and real conversations and are striving to live your very best life, then you are in the right place. Every week, I'll provide you with tips and strategies and mindset shifts to inspire you to live your own version of a kick-ass life. We'll bring you along as I create my own. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am here today with your favorite guest, Darren. I didn't know I was somebody's favorite guest. Oh my God, they love you. They <laughs> love hearing. Everyone loves, like, I've been talking to these people for years now, right? But they love when you chime in and give your perspective on life. Well, life that's interesting. Me. Life with me. <laughs> Sometimes it's a bit of a different perspective. Anyway, so today, well, you know, we've been talking about what we want to talk about on this podcast for a while now. But one of the topics that came up when we were having dinner the other day was, Darren reminded me of some of the funny slash awkward slash upsetting, but now are funny stories from that very first year, kind of about our age difference, like basically about how my family and friends and your family and friends and just people in our lives in general reacted to you moving on with a 26 year old bachelorette and me becoming a stepmom. I think everybody thought it was a rebound. Yeah, everyone definitely thought it was a rebound. Because you know what? It was a stereotypical rebound. Like, recently divorced guy, you know, 40 years old, hooks up with a 26-year-old. 39. You were you turned 40 like two months later. But um, yeah, it definitely was that stereotypical rebound relationship. And I don't think anyone really took it seriously. I think because they didn't know. I was quite comfortable for the number of months before I met you. I had all these plans that I was going to do as a, as a bachelor. And then you came along and I think everybody looked at you as this younger lady in my life and he'll get over this, he'll get over this young girl thing were some of the comments. Oh yeah. I remember that girl um, at the bar when she said to you, well, when you get over that young girl phase, let me know. And I'm like, uh, if you can get in this young girl phase, I don't think you leave. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So let's, Let's just dive in because we do have some good stories from that. Yeah, fr- from the early days. <laughs> from the early years where no one really thought that we were going to be a thing. Yes, I don't. I think there were a lot of naysayers at the beginning. Yeah. So, I, th- you know, the first thing I wanted to kind of bring up is I was the Pop-Tart. Like, that was the name that I was given. And I'm not going to get into who gave me the name or why they gave me the name. Darren just gave a little eye roll. But I got the name Pop-Tart very early on. So I was... I was your Pop-Tart. And actually, guys, if you were following me at the very beginning, this is when no one even really read my blog, my blog started out as the Pop-Tart Diaries. And I think, like, what do you, like, what does Pop-Tart mean? It's just, like, young. I guess I had never even heard the term until somebody called you my Pop-Tart, and I hadn't heard it before. So I don't know where the term comes from. I don't know But I think it it was referencing our... people understood what it was. Yeah, it was like... (laughs) Younger girl. Yeah, it was, you know... Older guy. I don't know. I was your Pop-Tart. But you know, you got you weren't happy with that. Like you were upset about me being called the Pop-Tart. Well, I think I was more upset people. Some people weren't taking us seriously. They thought, again, you just start dating somebody and I, the age difference. And and even myself, I know I am seed a wedding a number of years before you and I got together and there was an age difference of seven or eight years. 
But when you're younger, the age difference seems that much wider. As you get older, it doesn't seem to be as big a deal. But they were younger. And I know my whole theme in emceeing the wedding was the age difference, talking about her being a bus patrol when he was going off to university, <laughs> talking about how he'll have his pension, you know, by the time she gets halfway through her career. So I, I, I understand the whole scenario of making jokes about it. But sometimes you took offense to the jokes. Sometimes I took offense to the joke, but like when it comes to being called the Pop-Tart, I wasn't upset about it at all. You, you were more upset. I was like, you know what? People are nasty sometimes and like a Pop-Tart is a delicious breakfast treat. Like there are a lot worse. Yummy. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot worse names that I could be called. So anyway, that is the beginning. So if you actually go on my website right now, um, onto my blog, it'll say like jamiescrimger.com forward slash the Pop-Tart Diaries, because that's what I was at the very beginning before I kind of rebranded and decided that this, like people started to read my blog and it started to, I started to make a career out of it actually. So I needed to switch it from the Pop-Tart. And you and I f from early on were able to laugh about it. I know I didn't love when people called you that, but earlier on we were able to laugh about it. We thought it was funny. Because well, we knew what was going on in our relationship and how serious we were getting and everyone else just, again, thought we were dating and having fun and and it, it uh, was something that we could we could kind of make fun of ourselves. So why didn't you ask my dad if you could have permission, his permission to marry me? Uh, because he'd say no. Yeah, he was going to say no. That <laughs> he was, was one of the naysayers. He was one of the naysayers. He was like, and you know, my dad, my parents are divorced and so my dad knew kind of, you know, he had his perception of what being with, a, you know, bachelor with kids and kind of knew the complications that come with, you know, blended family life and step parenting and all of that kind of stuff. And I don't think he really wanted that for me. So I remember at the beginning, he was like, okay, like, you know, you go have fun with this guy. Like this will be, this will be fun for you. But then when I said I was getting serious, like we got into a pretty serious conversation and there was some like yelling and swearing between the two of us, to be quite honest, because he was not he was not on board with you and I being together. So it was hilarious when you proposed. I was like, so did you talk to my dad? And you're like, hell no. <laughs> like, I'm, What do you think I'm going to do? Well, what am I going to do if I go and ask him? He says, no, I don't think you should marry my daughter. And then I ask anyways, I'm disrespecting him this way. I, I just didn't ask. And I am the kind of guy that would normally ask, but I figured he would say no at that point. So, yeah, but we've grown to love each other and I get along great with your dad. Oh yeah. He loves us now. But what is your thing that you always say? This is how you kind of even go in our relationship. It's better to ask for, for sometimes it's better to ask for forgiveness than approval. Yeah. Whatever, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind when you use that with my dad, but when you use that in our marriage, it drives me insane. Anyway. Okay. So my family wasn't totally on board. My mom, my mom wasn't into the age difference either. She was like, you really need to consider what um, will happen when you're older. And you know, your age difference doesn't make a difference right now, but you know, when he's 90 and you're what, 73? Is that right? You were never that strong at math. <laughs> yeah, is that wrong? No, yes, 77. That's, that's 77. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, then that's a huge, that can be a huge difference. And so she she was like, you need to really think about what this age difference means. Well, when I'm 100 and you're 87, I don't think there'll be that much of a difference. Yeah, we'll both be in the home. But yeah, it's like, but the thing is, is you know what, that is something to consider because you are going to get old before me. Well, that's just... <laughs> what's going to happen. That's yeah. time. But That's... like, I would rather us have, like, I would rather be with you and have some great years before you're in the home. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But we never know what's going to happen. Yeah. We could be hit by a bus. Uh, I hope not. But uh, <clears throat> the age difference, I don't think is that noticeable because don't they always say that, well, men. women are uh, more mature than men. So maybe our age difference puts us right in the right range.
I'm still way more richer than you. <laughs> All right, so we're kind of we're kind of rambling here, but yeah. So my parents were not totally on board, but that first year we definitely had some situations when we laugh about it now and I'm, you know, I laugh about our age difference and I make cracks about it now, but the very beginning, I really, I did struggle. Like someone once asked me how old I was and I lied. Like our friend, she's like, how old are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm 30. I was not, I was 29, but I was just so sick and tired of people kind of giving me that look and saying things about our age difference that I just, I didn't even think about it. It just like popped out of my mouth. I just kind of, I just kind of lied because it was, it was becoming an issue, but you know what? Like, I feel like now it doesn't, it's not a thing. I don't even notice it. We've also been together for a long time. So I don't think it's as big of a difference. Yeah, totally. I also think too, some of the things that when we were, you know, at 39 and 26, when we first started dating or 27, the point of my life where I was at and the events that I wanted to go to versus say events that you wanted to go to were very different. And I was hanging out with people that could be 10 or 15 years older than me or 10 or 15 years younger. So when they're 10 or 15 years older than me, they're the same age as your parents in some cases. So it's very different for you being a 20 something year old. That's a few years out of school getting your career started. And then you're hanging out with these people that have done a lot of things, maybe have had kids or on the cusp of grandchildren. And so, I'm like the same age as their kids. I got, I used to get that all the time. You're, you're yeah. the same age as my kids. And you know, that's a nice segue into the, the conference. So we, the first year we were together, we had to go to a conference in Nashville and it was my first time ever going to any type of conference at all. I, I don't even really know. I, I was so I had so much anxiety about going to this conference because I had no idea what to expect. It was kind of fancy, fancier than I was used to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Darren rolls in with this new young girlfriend. I oh, know we were engaged. Were we engaged then? I think we were engaged by then. Yeah, yeah I think we were engaged. So he, he rolls in with this new, um, new fiance and that was a tough trip. Yeah. And I think also some people, because your name is Jamie, thought maybe I was bringing a friend, didn't know that I had split with my wife. So when you came, there was more of a shock. Oh, Jamie's not a friend or because sometimes at these conferences, people will bring friends if their spouse can't come. Yeah. So I think there was that little bit of shock factor there. And and then, of course, the age difference came in. Anyway, so we are at this event and we are going to a bar. And for some reason, you had my ID Mm -hmm. and my ID was in your pocket And we're walking into the bar and we're walking with everyone together and we're in Nashville. So we're from Canada. So in Canada, the drinking age is 19. But obviously, for those of you who are listening from the U.S., it's 21. And at this point, I look like I'm about, I look, I look pretty young. Like I've always looked fairly young. Hopefully I can keep that. (laughs) But we're walking through the, um, into going to the door in this big, large group and the bouncer literally physically pulls me out of this big group walking into the door and pulls me aside to ask for my ID. And it was mortifying. Like how mortifying was that? And so Darren, I'm like, okay, like give me, give me the ID, give me the ID. And we don't know what pocket you've put it in. Like we can't find it. So we're like sitting there scrambling and obviously like people are making jokes, right? This is my first time at, at a conference and people are making jokes and was it Robin the Cradle or yeah, <laughs> or whatever? And it's all jokes and it's all in fun. But I remember we couldn't find the ID. And I think, I think I just kind of was like, you know what? I'm done for the night. We went home and I was in tears about the age difference and just feeling like super insecure. But looking back, like. 
it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't that big of a deal. Like now just I was went... getting ID'd. You probably should have been thrilled. <laughs> I don't know. Like I went to the liquor store the other day and I, and I almost was like, Oh, you don't want my ID? Like, are you sure you don't want to just take a check? Like I was actually kind of a um, little ticked about it. So yeah, what I feel like the thing with me was, is I was maybe just so super self-conscious about the age difference that I maybe overthought it. I think that that sometimes happens. Like you, you get in your head that people think certain things. Well, some people did, but you, you just kind of like, do you know what I mean? When you just kind of spiral and get in your head and kind of make up stories that people are more concerned about something than they really are. Yeah. And I think that comes with the fact you were new to this whole thing. Part of it could be the age, but it could be part that you were just new to being with somebody that was, had been married before that had children I think that could be part of it. It could be being younger. You were in a situation where you're uncertain of what's going to happen. It's just getting out of your element. And so it could have been a combination of a number of those things, I think. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I think about our good friends. If our good friends or even people who we are acquaintances with, people who we hang out with, if they split and then the husband comes and introduces us to a new girlfriend or a new fiance, you, you would find it, it'd be kind of odd too. Like you would feel a little bit of loyalty to that first spouse, right? Because you were used to hanging out with them. So I think sometimes we get in our heads and we, you know, get upset when people don't kind of take to us right away, or it's kind of that awkward little bit at the very beginning. But when I put myself in their shoes, it, I get it. Yeah. And you have to remember there were, these friends had memories with that original couple and they had those moments and things that you sometimes love to laugh about that happened in the past and you you're new coming into that fold or meeting those people and you don't have those moments yet where now I think you're more confident because we've had some moments with a lot of the people we know and we can talk about things we've done in the past and and again like you said when somebody else any of our friends brought in somebody new you may be a little standoffish at first because you were used to so and so but it doesn't mean you dislike them or it just could be a standoffish thing yeah it's like one of the, i feel like i say this over and over again but it definitely is one of those situations where it's like you just have to let time do its thing mhm mhm and soon you will you yeah. will have those memories and this is what's great about your podcast here is for those that are just starting out and maybe are younger and even if there isn't as big of an age difference. If you've got somebody in their mid twenties, that's you know, now dating somebody or married to somebody that's maybe in their early thirties that has some kids and it's not as big of an age difference, but they can listen to this and understand that you're maybe feeling that more than the actual situation is, is putting you into because yeah. of your worries or concerns of, you know, again, whether it's age or just time with that person. Yeah, totally. And you're in, you just get in your head, but, you know, it's, it's interesting to bring up, we're talking about, you know, friends that you guys had before and, you know, forging a relationship with them now. Some people that was really easy with and other people, like, I feel like we would go out for dinner and I, at the very beginning, it used to drive me nuts, but I would get people say, you know, there'd be a conversation amongst the moms and they would, you know, look at me and say, oh, well, you don't understand because you're not, you're not a mom or you're not a real mom. And that pissed me off. It, it really was, it made me feel out of place. It made me feel like my role as a stepmom was being undermined, but they did kind of have some points. There was some things I yeah. really didn't understand at the very beginning. And now of being a mom myself, I do get it, but it is such an insensitive thing to say to a stepmom. But I did get that, you know, when you're kind of making, trying to forge those relationships and those new friendships with people who are friends with the couple before you do often kind of get those remarks. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, sometimes 
at the time you don't laugh at them, but now we can look back and laugh and think, oh, wow, they said that. And, and even sometimes we'll say to people, do you remember when you said that to Jamie? And they'll be, I never said that to Jamie. Oh, yes, you did. But maybe over a couple of glasses of wine, they forgot that they said that to Jamie. Remember and when? Jamie remembers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember this. Remember when that one friend came to our place and we had no, I only had like a little bit of wine left. It was like this impromptu stop by. And there was sometimes those snide remarks there. And I remember not only was there snide remarks, but she drank all my wine. So that was like typically my coping mechanism. I remember like watching her like pour that last drop into the glass and then kind of make a, make another comment. And in that moment, I remember being like, how malicious was that? Or that was so rude to say, but looking back, I actually don't think there was any ill intentions. No. And that was what I used to try to say, but it didn't matter. I would say, I don't think that person's like that. I don't think that person meant it that way. I think sometimes people are also in a different situation. They don't know how to react to you. Again, it could be the age difference. You're younger. They're trying to relate to you and they're, you know, bringing up things that you maybe are more sensitive to than, than they are because they're not as, they're more jaded or, or, or I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. Or you also have people who are struggling in their relationships and sometimes it's difficult for them to see a new relationship forge because often like, and I talk about this, it's like the way people treat you is often more about them than it is about you. So sometimes I feel like there's situations where they're looking at you and you're actually the worst nightmare, right? Like that's their worst case scenario if they're having difficulties in their marriage and then they, you know, see some guy move on with this like 26 year old and like start over. That is, that's a worst case scenario situation, right? And so sometimes that's projected on you. Yeah. Yeah. Every day, stepmoms reach out and ask me what I did to transform my own stepfamily life. Guys, this whole platform for stepmoms started when shortly after our wedding, I found myself so overwhelmed by our stepfamily drama that I was literally sitting on our bathroom floor with a glass of wine, bawling my eyes out, questioning whether I made a huge mistake marrying a man with three kids and an ex-wife. Look, I loved my husband. I loved the kids, but man, it was a lot. Anyways, to make a long story short, that night I decided I was going to do whatever it took to live a kick-ass life amongst all the extra stressors that came with our stepfamily dynamic. And it worked. You've probably heard me talk about my program, The Kick-Ass Stepmom Project. And in this program, I share exactly what I did to transform our entire stepfamily dynamic. In The Kick-Ass Stepmom Project, I show you how to set the foundation for stepfamily success, how to have a healthy relationship with his ex-wife, even if she doesn't want one, how to set boundaries without being seen as the evil stepmom, how to manage your relationship with your stepkids, what to do if your stepkids don't like you, how to deal with a high-conflict ex-wife, how to stop sweating the small stuff, how to prevent stepfamily stressors from hijacking your day, and how to get on the same page with your husband about all things stepfamily life and so much more. Heads up, the cart for this highly acclaimed program is closing at the end of 2018. So if you're ready for some serious change in your stepfamily dynamic, come on over and join us. You can visit www.thekickassstepmomproject.com for all the details and to hear what stepmoms who have completed the program have to say. And while we're talking about the age difference, I think you should bring up some of the funny things that happen when you went out for lunch or dinner with my daughter. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So we were out for her Jack Astor's and the bill comes or no, she, the waitress comes up and she's looks at me and says, Oh, is, is this two separate bills? 
And I'm taking my stepdaughter and my daughter out for lunch. And what did she think? We were just babysitting. And one of us was like babysitting the child. I'm like, no, we're all together. Like I'm, I'm her stepmom. It was, it was funny. Yeah. And I think another funny incident was when uh, we were going down the river in Grand Bend on the boat. And I think you and again, my daughter were laying out and all of a sudden these young guys start whistling at both of you. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> and I realized, and wait a minute, this is my wife and that's my daughter. I'm not real happy about this. <laughs> but I felt so good because I'm like, oh my gosh, I still got it. I still got it. <laughs> that was hilarious. Poor you in that situation. Yeah. But anyways, I guess it uh, should be flattered. Or how about when we were in the bar the one night and we're walking into the bar and this this lady walks up to Darren and she was obviously, I think, on a mission that night to, she was she was scoping out, scoping out the men. To meet someone. Yeah, she's looking to meet someone. So Darren and I walk in the bar and she walks over to Darren, looks him in the eye, like, are you here to meet someone? And I'm like, what the heck? I am right here. That was again, when you get the comments and it's like, oh, when you get out of the young girl phase, give me a call. <laughs> yeah. And we see it still to this day sometimes, again, when we walk in with the kids and people will look and see our youngest to the oldest and, you know, we'll get some funny comments uh, or just the look on people's face when we'll say we've got four kids and they'll kind of look and they'll look at you and look at your age and and you can just wonder what's going through their head because they obviously know that it might have been difficult for you to have had a kid that's... They're trying to do the math. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're trying to do the math. Yeah. And you know what? That's actually something that stepmoms do struggle with. So like, how do you answer the question, how many kids do you have? Because sometimes they don't know whether to, you know, go right in and explain the whole family dynamic or just say they have one kid if they have other stepkids. Like there's just it's a question that people struggle. So when someone says, how many kids do you have? I always say we have four. Yeah, we have four. And if the conversation goes further than that sometimes, or if, or if they start questioning, because we've been there where they'll say, wow, you look way too young to have four kids. And you'll be, wow, you know, one is mine and and, and three are, are, are his from a previous, previous marriage. Yeah. And that's usually then, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not, but we used to try and start, describing that right away. And I think people be, wait a minute, we just asked how many kids you had. So now we just say we have four. And then if it goes in. Into another conversation. Yeah. I will say I never do. I know some stepmoms do it. Some they'll say, oh, my daughter, when they're referring to their stepdaughter. And I always say my stepson or my stepdaughter. And that's not because, and I've had some slack about this online. That's not because I don't look at them as my children or my responsibility, or I don't love them like they're my own and all of that stuff. That's more of just a respect to their mom. And I think it's their comfort level. And that's kind of what works for us. So I think in different situations, people like I, have you ever heard me say that? My daughter? Yeah. yeah I think mostly stepdaughter. Or say. our daughter. Yeah. Or, or our, our daughter. If you're talking on behalf of both of us, I think you say our. Yeah. It's tricky. Yeah. It's tricky to explain. Do you have any tips for people who have age differences? If you have like a stepmom who's feeling super sensitive and like she doesn't know what she's doing and that people are judging I, I, age. You know what? I think you have to embrace the age difference. It's more common than ever now. Again, it could be because I'm older and the age difference doesn't seem to be that big a deal. I, I would say don't fret it at the beginning. I think sometimes you get oversensitive that people are looking at you like you are this younger new inexperienced person that has come into this relationship. But and a lot are. of times, but if you well, really you, look you, back, you we are. are, you are, but a lot of times you bring a new perspective to it. Even when we talk about this podcast is about the age difference. 
I think there are a lot of times where you relate to the kids, my kids, a lot more than I do. You will sometimes tell to say me. Are we just said we say are? Sorry, our kids. <laughs> no, but the three that were were. Um, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but you will relate to them sometimes better than I do, and I think sometimes it's the age. You're a little closer in age uh, the, to them. You can say, "Listen, Darren, you need to address this," or. Darren, you're being oversensitive to something. You need to loosen up. You need to loosen up. Nobody does that anymore. You know, there's lots of times where I think there's a great perspective that you bring and you need to bring that with confidence. Whether I agree with it or not, it's always a nice, challenging discussion. Yeah. And I think like that's the key word there is having confidence. Like we're not even just talking about age difference here. When it comes to blended families and step families and all of whatever lingo you want to use. There, you're always going to stumble upon people who have opinions and people who say that stepmoms should do this or stepmoms shouldn't do this or this is what a blended family should look like or this is how you should do things. And there really is no one-size-fits-all approach. So you need to have confidence on how you're going to or confidence in how you're going to run your family. Like You need to be confident in what you're doing and that's what works for you guys. And stop allowing other people, and I've said this before on the podcast, but to have an opinion. Don't give them permission to have opinion on how you run your life. So if that... If, you know, lady down the street, you know, is gossiping about your age difference, that's okay. That's more about her than it is about you. Like she's looking for something to talk about. That's great. It is okay to have an opinion. I disagree with you there. I think it's fine for somebody to have an opinion, but I think what you need to realize is everybody was young at one point. You know, you're in a situation that they were in at one point, but maybe not as a stepmom, but they were young at one point. And I think, again, you need to go into it with confidence. And if people have their opinion... Hey, you've got your opinion. I've got mine. Maybe we're different. Maybe we'll, we'll agree to, to to differ on certain opinions. But I think that everyone is entitled to an opinion and just have confidence in that as you go along, you will do fine as, as a stepmom and as a mother. And again, mothers that were young didn't know everything. It's a, it's, a, it's a job that you're constantly learning. Yeah, but I think you just misunderstood what I was saying. I'm not saying that people aren't going to have opinions. I have opinions on what other people do all the time. But if you give people permission to have a say or for you to, you know, take their opinion into consideration, like you need to be the expert on your own life. Like that's what I mean when I say oh, that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I agree. I agree. Yeah. You, oh, Frank, I have opinions one, on all tons of things. You're the, you're the one in your shoes. So it's you that- you you have to do gonna, it what works for you what works for you absolutely so yeah totally okay I'll I got to, one more I got one more before okay. I wrap it up do you remember when I hid in the driveway when I was yes. so insecure at the very yeah. beginning mm-hmm. so this is the very beginning Darren and I haven't I hadn't met I the kids yet earlier <laughs> yeah I hadn't met the kids yet Darren and I are just dating people know about me but it's we're not totally at the serious stage but I had was staying at his house and which is now our house and uh so I forgot you had already left for work and there's a long driveway at this house as rural property, if you will. And I'm going down the driveway kind of on like cloud nine. So excited. You know, you have this new relationship, you have that high and you're feeling so good. And, uh, I'm like halfway down the driveway and I look ahead and there's the kids and your first wife at the end of the driveway waiting for the bus. I forgot that they had like that they every day would get the bus from the house. And I forgot what time the bus was picking them up. You remember that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So guys, I literally picture this reversed down this driveway. And anyone who's seen our driveway, if any of my friends are happen to listen to this, they're going to crack up because I literally reversed down the driveway and hid my car behind a fence. <laughs> but you were seen. <laughs> I was seen. I was seen. So you're getting text messages from... From you saying, oh my God, I'm hiding. Your ex-wife is at the end of the driveway and I'm, I don't know what to do. 
and I think I said, just go out and go around them or go by them. And, and I was you like, didn't no want to. freaking way. And my ex-wife was texting me saying, you can tell your girlfriend, I see her. She can come out if she needs to. <laughs> you can tell the pop dart that can see her behind the fence. Oh my gosh. How mortifying was that? And I wrote a blog post about that. It's actually a super popular blog post that I have, but yeah, that was a that was mortifying. That's the very beginning when you're just not confident and you're just kind of trying to like figure out how this is all going to work. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Yeah, that's funny. All right. Well, thanks for coming back on. You're welcome. Okay. Are you going to come on again? If you need me. I need you, honey. Everyone <laughs> loves you. You're, you're, you're a popular, you're a popular guy amongst the, amongst the stepmom community. Well, thank you. You're welcome. All right. So that is it for this week then. Thank you so much for listening guys. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Okay guys, if you like this podcast, please do me a little favor. Take a second and subscribe on iTunes and then screenshot this podcast. Give it a share in social media and tell your friends what you think. And Hey, don't forget to tag me so that I can thank you for helping me spread the word. Thanks so much. And I will talk to you next week.